and we determine in our hearts by the spirit and the grace of Jesus Christ that it is his face and it is him that we seek and that we shall do this with all of our hearts every day we come together God wants a commitment a fresh surrender a devotedness a giving of ourselves until we know that we know that our hearts are running after him with all passion with all that is in us that we are truly after him and it's not a momentous issue no it's not a seasonal issue but that we are going to be buried in him we are going to be lost in him carried by him led away to the mountain to behold his glory commit yourself and say Lord I seek your face with my whole heart with my whole being with my time I will redeem the time so that I can seek you I redeem the time because I need to seek you yes Lord I redeem the time I put away everything that is not beneficial I put away everything that is a consumer so that I can have time with you Lord and I commit myself to that oh God that I am a redeemer of time so that I can seek your face with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my being. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray, invest in us your passion. Invest in us your heart to carry us Take us where you want us to go. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. As we share briefly. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to make a few comments and uh, strategic uh, guidance to give us some strategic help um, that can help us to go further. We want to thank God for what he's doing in our midst. I can't be more thankful. I thank him every day for what he's doing in my life. He's helping me. And I see that he's helping many of us. Hallelujah. He's aligning us. He's bringing us to his holy mountain. So we give him thanks. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, in the past, in the past 
days and months. The enemy has been working tooth and nail. To to isolate and defeat individuals at the altar. The enemy has had a strategy of fighting, resisting, uh, weakening, neutralizing many of us where we are by ourselves. And that is a strategy of battle. Because when you when you take one by one out, you put one by one out of action. With time you can have you can finish a whole crowd of people. And and when when you have individuals who have been put out of action. Their prayer life has been weakened. Their life at the altar is almost at the lowest ebb or zero level. Then even when they come together, even when they come together, they cannot make such a big difference. Because they'll still come together and go back to the altars where they are defeated. Please listen to me carefully. God wants you from today to look and make a serious assessment. Are you hearing me? A serious assessment of your personal altar. Assess your personal altar. Assess it. You, you may be enjoying the corporate grace. But when you are struggling personally, listen. You may be coming to the pool where the waters are stirred and you enjoy partake and get blessed by a certain corporate grace. But when at a personal level of your altar there is need for more help the spirit of the Lord brought it to me today as I was praying and he spoke to me and he said focus on the personal altars focus and he said this Whatever he's releasing on the corporate altar, let people take it to the personal altar and use it to prevail. 
Whatever God is releasing on this corporate altar. Please go with it to your personal altar and God is saying assess your altar. Assess your altar. Assess your level of communion at your altar. Are you communing with the with the Lord on your personal altar. Do you have conversations with God on your personal altar? Do you commune with him? Do you have exchange with God? Do you have moments with God as an individual that go deep and cause you to perceive God in fresh ways. Hallelujah. Amen. Assess. On your personal altar, do you have personal worship and personal praise? Do you have sacrifices on your personal altar? Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you the truth. If you are not prevailing at a personal level, you will only enjoy corporate grace for small moments of time. And they will sustain you for a short period. And you'll always find yourself back into your place of defeat. You must endeavor to prevail at your own altar. You must. I think that many of us, the enemy has learned you so well and he knows how to work around your own altar. And every time you go there, you don't prevail. And you know it. Not, not that tosobola. You don't. You don't prevail at your personal altar. You do not enter the realm of God at your personal altar. Maybe you do once in a while. But God wants you to raise up a prevailing altar. Praise the Lord. Many of us, some of us could probably be having all kinds of battles going on at a personal level. And the enemy has, has mastered how to use all those small battles to make you fail at the, at the altar of prayer. Fatigue, sleep, prayerlessness, distractions, lack of sacrifice. You don't bring worship. You don't bring praise. You don't bring yourself. Your altar is without sacrifice. Your personal altar. You may come here and worship and give yourself. But when you go home, your altar is empty. 
there's no sacrifice, there's no fire. There's no fire. Your altar at home. Wherever it is, has not seen a total sacrifice. Or probably it has not even seen the sacrifice that you have given here at the corporate altar. When you come here and you are sold out and you are saying, God, here I am. At home it's not there. That's why there's no fire there. That's why like Abraham's altar the birds are coming and eating. There's a darkness and you are slumbering. My strategic advice to you today is take it back home to the altar at home and prevail. There is no way we are going to sustain what God is doing until personal altars have prevailed in the spirit. Let me say that again. There is no way we are going to sustain what God is doing corporately until personal altars have prevailed Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Jesus. In Isaiah 64, verse 7. More of you. In my life, yet no one calls on your name or stars himself to take a hold of you. Therefore, you have turned your face from us and turned us over to our sins. Sutewali asabali nyalio eyekaka. Eye kakabiriza okukukwatako kubanga otukisiza amasogo notumalawo Isaiah 64 verse 7 says no one nti tewali no no one it comes back to one person one that you and me no one tewali no no one calls on your name when your altar is not a calling altar. I know. By the spirit of the Lord. Many of us, our personal altars. Are not the altars that call on the Lord. We call on the Lord at the corporate altar. God is looking and saying no one calls on the name of the Lord. And then he says, no one stirs himself up. That is not a prayer meeting. That is when you are alone. And you stir yourself up. 
your at your altar you stir yourself up to take a hold of God they hear you travail or you travail alone you cry out alone because you have stirred yourself and not just when you are in the corporate meeting and the meeting has stirred you up Thank God for the stirring in the corporate meeting. But ladies and gentlemen, God is looking for people who are not waiting for the pool to be stirred up. They can stir themselves at their own altar and call on the Lord in their house. Do you know, friends? Yesterday I gave you a scripture in Isaiah, in Psalms 90, verse 12, that he has made me strong. Oh, yes. He has done what? Made me strong like a wild ox. Hallelujah. Amen. And anointed me with fresh oil. There is that when it is you. As a person, you are experiencing the horn of your strength is coming out. You are prevailing in the spirit as you attend to your personal walk with God. You, you literally can see it that the horn of your strength is rising in the spirit. You can see it and you can sense it that there's a fresh oil in your life. Every one of us here should experience this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Until me and you make up our mind to stir up ourselves at our own altars and have a prevailing prayer. Have a prevailing sacrifice at that personal place. Where Jesus said, go in and lock that door. Until that is happening. With one, two, three, four, five people. We cannot sustain what God is releasing corporately. We can't. Hear me, we can't. We can't. We, we will have all the wonderful, powerful corporate meetings and powerful meetings. But because at an individual level, at an individual level, there is no capacity to carry what God has released corporately. We will go back where we came from. Where we came from. At a corporate level, we'll go back because the carriers are not there. The carriers. The ones who have been enlightened at the place of prayer. The ones who have prevailed.
prevailed beyond. And I want to encourage you brothers and sisters of Faith Family Church. Assess your personal altar. When you are on your personal altar and you pray in the spirit how far do you go? How far do you journey when you are at home doing rabba-ba-ba-ba? Do you journey and reach a place like how you do it in church and you shake do you go there and you start to feel things in the spirit you are entering new territories like how you feel when you are here until cold water is poured on you and you sleep and you say thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. You have given your beloved sleep. Do you travel at home? Do you go far in the spirit? When you're in your house, do you go far? Does it, does it ever come to a place solar? that even your people can't understand what you're doing. They just hear things in the room happening. Then Will you pray at home, Sam? And the people will say, he has been there talking strange things for five hours. If you can come here and pray on your feet, standing for one and a half hours from 6 to 7.30 at home, why do you pray in your bed? It means you are captive at home. The things around your house have trapped your bed has trapped you. You are tied into a familiar environment. Why, if you can pass here one and a half hours, why can't you pass at home for one and a half hours in that small room? If you can prostrate at church, kneel, why do you pray in bed? I'm telling you until we take this fire to the home altar to the personal altar we are not going to be able to sustain what God wants to do you hear me well the Bible says no one stars himself up to take a hold of God. You can be used to that scripture. You can even say you know it. But when you have never done it or you don't do it anymore, you do not go after him. Stir yourself up to take a hold of God. 
You know, God spoke to us about a system of altars here. We need to build a system of altars. And, and as we are building that system of altars, if we neglect the personal altar, because some of us may become too busy on every on every altar we are there. You are on this department's online prayer. You are on the other departments. You are in the women's department. You are in the men's. You are in the what? You are busy attending to all corporate prayer. But one thing you have left behind is your own prevailing at your own altar. You can't sustain it. You can't. You are lying yourself. You are going nowhere. Let's not get too busy and we forget where we stand with our own two feet. You are, in, you, are, you are in a department prayer online. You are in a family prayer online. You are in, you are, you are like the whole week you are online in prayer. In fact, you are now online. But this online thing, we need to also assess it. It's, give it a SWOT analysis. We need to give it a sort of analysis and find out what heaven says about it. Mm. So someone is, is literally in corporate prayer meetings. Um, uh, uh, and, uh, and what it gives you a sense that you are being you are very prayerful. That yes, you are in this thing. You are stand up. But you are, you, you are not actually. <laughs> you, are not. you are moving on corporate. You, you don't have individual oil. You have not dug your well. You have not caught God by yourself. Let's let their eyes open. Your personal altar needs you to prevail there. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I wanted to share some more things, but I see time is running and some people are online in life groups and so uh, I don't want to go so much into one of the people let me just give you this one just briefly one of the people in the bible who, who, who raised such a strong powerful altar his life for his life and then that altar defined him in his generation he was a man called Samuel Samuel walked in a number of offices. He was a prophet. He was a seer. He was a priest. He was a judge. And he was a political leader. A king, almost like a king. Five offices. 
But one thing stands out about Samuel. It was his prayer life. The Bible says the boy grew up ministering before the Lord. The same scriptures that are written about Jesus in, in Luke chapter 2. That he had favor with God and man. And that he ministered before the Lord. It is also written in Samuel. About Samuel. Samuel built an altar in a spiritual, spiritually dead country. There was no one he could agree and fellowship with at his level. His horn rose in a dark generation because he had a strong relationship strong relationship the bible says God honored him none of his words could fall to the ground as a prophet and as a seer Israel went to fight the Philistines in, in 1 Samuel chapter 7 and they turned to Samuel and they said Samuel pray for us and Samuel went ahead to pray hallelujah Amen. and God later on in the other prophets when Israel had gone so far away God said that even if Samuel is called upon to pray for this people God said I will not listen imagine God referring to Samuel again I think it was either in the door of Ezekiel who said it or Jeremiah Samuel prevailed in his day. There's a day he prayed and got answered by thunder. Praise the Lord. What do you do when there is no one around you to help you stir up you? What do you do when everybody around you is cold in the spirit? If you enter a fellowship, a life group, Life a group. place oh, and people are called. What will help you is where you're coming from, your personal altar. If in that personal altar you know how to stir yourself oh, and take a hold of God, you can change the temperature wherever you go. You become a thermostat, not a thermometer. You know, we have many thermometers in church. People who come and tell you how cold or hot the church is. But we have few thermostats that come and determine how hot the fellowship will be. What are you? Are you a thermometer? When you go to your family altar, are you a thermometer? And you are praying with your children and your wife or your husband or whatever. 
thermometer always checking the temperatures of others. Or you're a thermostat giving energy to others. I want you to go back today and face your altar. Say altar. We have to prevail. Amen. Amen. Some of you need to devise a system for prevailing. The whole prayer life is online. All the breakthroughs were online. Go back to your own altar and say, Lord, this one also needs you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is strategic advice to you. Let him that has an ear hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us. Hallelujah. Amen. The time has to come when people's personal work with God and individual investments in God and people's investments in God become so, so abundant that you are going to see people having strange adventures with God alone. Alone. Strange investments in God. Praise the Lord. Amen. People spend days praying at the personal altar. Days. Days. You will come for overnight and pray in tongues up to Sunday morning and you have not gone home. <laughs> we need to go there. Let me tell you what we are carrying necessitates that kind of sacrifice. Sitani so that we cannot understand our calling what it necessitates hmm? Hmm. we come here we talk these things this is an international altar international altar every day we cannot go without prayer we sleep even in meetings. International order fellowship. We don't even want to start a life group. We cut life groups. The, lit, the, the smallest things. Imagine. Oh, 
the enemy has closed our eyes. Everyone is doing whatever is right in Uli, their own eyes. Uh, Uliyoma kola chitofu mumasoge. Then we come and say, Holy Spirit, visit Uganda. Charlie Uganda. Do you know what you're saying? Have you even died for Uganda yet? Have you sold your life? Anyone can say, Lord, visit Uganda. But God will not hear, will not listen to everyone. There's one who says, God, visit Uganda. And God sees the seed the seed of that life. says, yes. I will. What's your seed? Let's come back to the altar. It's going to be a system of altars. But the most important altar we cannot neglect is the personal altar. What is your prayer rhythm? What's your prayer rhythm? Daniel's prayer rhythm. Three times a day. He opened the window. And prayed. Facing Jerusalem. That's a prayer rhythm. What's your prayer rhythm? If if we are assessing your personal altar. What's your prayer rhythm? That, that's also part of prevailing. How often you come to God as you. Leave alone also. What do you do when you come? You know, you know, I don't take more time, but let me just say this. You know, growing up from the time I was six years to twelve years, and having had demonic oppression for those six years, from my P1 to my P7, having visitations of witches and evil spirits, being trained by demons how to fight. By the time I was 12 years, I was a ferocious fighter. By the time I was in S3, I had beaten up every boy in my career zone. They brought boys older than me and organized fights. We used to fight. Stella was our neighbor, but I do not know if she ever witnessed those fights. You know, it block nine that field up there above block 9 between the fence and block 9 we we'll we'll gather nine. there and then sometimes we we'll go to Chivulu we used to pass through your flats and fight there I was a small young tough but demons were all over me but born again because I got seven and six. But every night, which would appear, and they would say Mulangira. They would call me Mulangira. And the whole bedroom would disappear. And I would find myself in a place, a big kitchen, 
white witches not, not Africans white witches and they are cooking food for their mulangira and then they bring for me on large trays and they told my mother they told my mother they never believed they said those are bad dreams until I kept quiet and then one day I got tired of the things and I said I told my mother and my brother because at that time I was only living with my mother my brother and my two sisters once from my mother I told them tonight you are going to see what I see so that night the door was broke loose and they had the doors breaking like a thief is literally walking into the flat and they dragged chains duty chains across the floor I sat up in bed I knew that demons have come I waited for the bedroom door to open my mother knew she had secured the door properly it, it opened in a click of a sound. She sat up in bed, scared to hell. I jumped down the bed. And I told the spirits, grab that guy. They went for my brother Mike. They held him and tied him up. They began to scream. My mother was hearing. She covered her head. She did not know what was in the house. After a while, my brother stopped screaming. No, actually, I told the spirits to leave him. And he stopped screaming. And I put on the light. And I told my mother, look around. And she couldn't see one human being in the place. That very morning, she ran to KPC. KPC. Today, Watoto Church. She said she has to see the senior pastor. She told the senior pastor they brought me. So now they began a program of praying for me. <laughs> this is the reason I've told you that story. So Sunday they would call me up to the pulpit. The Bazungu, eh? you know them. Eh? Heavenly Father, we thank you for Andrew. Oh, bless his soul. Peace. Every Sunday. Every time they did that, the demons increased coming. The time reached when 6 p.m. reached. Darkness would surround me and I would not have come. By 8 p.m., when I go to bed, they are all over everywhere. I put my ear on the pillow, I hear them talking. I stopped sleeping. I began living supernaturally by demonic power. I became, I, I became, I do not know what to say. Until a point reached that I chose to get, I got used to the demons. And I began to operate with them. And I became a, an agent of them. Born again. 
sister Maureen began to sense that there was something really strange. And she came to me and said, Look at me. And she looks direct in my eyes. And then, and then she would see my eyes turn and become like a snake. Snake eyes. She tell me there's something in you, boy. But she couldn't cast it out. Until I told the pastor one time, I said, please, stop all your prayers. Stop them. You are killing me. So I stopped going to church. Every Sunday there is a young boy here. We but one man, I met a man called Simon Peter. A Canadian. Pardon? A Canadian. One man who had an altar. He had a relationship with Jesus. That man had just come to build orphan homes for what he was doing. that time. And they told him about me. He looked for me. Found me outside. Near the parking lot. Huge solid guy with hair like that Simon Peter in the movie. Very hairy. And he kneels down before this 12 year old boy. Says, Are you Andrew? I said, Yes, sir. He said, They have told me about your Satanic oppression. And then he said this. He said, Look in my eyes. I looked. Look here. I looked. And he said, This is the last day. You'll ever see this in your life. I said, I, I told this guy, I said, Who are you? And I know it's not me who spoke. Must have been the spirits. I said, Who are you? I said, A whole church has prayed for months. Who are you? He was so calm. He got his two fingers again. He said, Andrew, look here. And I looked into his eyes. He said, It will never happen to you again. I went home. Six o'clock, I wait for my friends. There were these four young demons. They were my size. That taught me how to fight. I waited for them. I said, maybe they'll come at eight. Eight o'clock, nothing. I said, what's going on here? So I enter bed. My bed used to be full of babies. But these were tormenting spirits. It just touch you like this. You feel like a thousand needles are piercing you. As being trained to endure pain. One baby will touch me this side, one this side, one. But each touch is like a thousand needles entering your body. I waited for all those things. I just fell asleep. The first time I slept in years. I fell asleep that night. When I woke up in the morning, when I, kumacha, I thought I was dead. That's how sincere I can be. 
because I had never slept a whole night. In my life, that was the beginning of asking myself this question. What kind of man is that? I remember entering a three-day dry fast in my P7 vacation. Immediately after that man spoke, I entered a three-day dry fast trying to find the God of that man. Don't play with a person who has a prevailing altar. Don't play with a person who has a prevailing altar. Many of you, the enemy is fighting your own altar. He doesn't care how much you participate in the corporate party. He doesn't want your personal altar to prevail because he knows deliverance will come to you will come to the people of your house will come to your generation hallelujah amen hallelujah amen I've written a book about that story. About that man. That man led a, a team of people called World Shakers. It was a team of 12 men. Very spiritual men. But who were skilled at everything. You could throw them in a forest and they build a house from nothing. 12 spiritual men. Don't you want to be among those people who can tell somebody without going through deliverance, come out in the name of Jesus and you fight with the devil for how many hours? Don't you want to be, have that kind of authority? Jesus one time told someone, go home, your daughter is free. That's all he did. Go home. If he has spoken it, he has spoken it. He didn't say, let's go and cast out the devil. He said, go, your daughter is free. That level of friendship and relationship with God should be desired. Should be desired. Hallelujah. The personal altar. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to bless you and thank you for what you have spoken to us today about the personal altar. In Isaiah 64, verse 7, you said, no one calls upon me and no one stirs himself up to take a hold of me. Father, take us back to our personal altars from this evening that we may go and prevail like Jacob prevails at Bethel with that angel he prevailed father calls us to prevail so many things have built resistance around our personal altars there have been so many entrapments around us in our homes and wherever we prefer. But I pray, Holy Spirit, 
that as you help us to assess we may see clearly and be free and rise and rise at that personal place of prayer oh, oh God I ask you to break <clears throat> break patterns break lifestyles that are hindering your people from having rhythm in prayer I pray for an empowerment upon your people oh God to overcome patterns and lifestyles that are hindering them from prevailing at the altar at the personal altar let there be a change of systems. A change, oh God, complete change. That the personal altar, Father Lord, shall be empowered from tonight. From tonight. Let there be an empowerment of that personal altar. May we be able to face Lord, the powers of the air in our communities and prevail against them. Because I know some of us may be at war with community spirits. Some of us are at war with household wickedness. Some of us are at war with our own weaknesses. Cause us to prevail. Cause us to prevail us to prevail. I pray Father, pour fresh oil in every personal altar to prevail. I do not know about you but if you are just quiet then you have not understood what God is saying. But I'm declaring a riot in the spirit that every one of you shall prevail in your community where you stay that your altar will be recognized as a prevailing altar you will be empowered by the spirit to prevail over the powers of the air to prevail over household wickedness in the name of Jesus some of you it, there are witches in your community that are talking you down they are silencing you. They have cast spells on you. Let the spells be broken. Let the spells be broken. The spells that bring slumber. The spells that bring sleep over you. Let them be broken in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, cause us to prevail. Certain families, their altars have been dying over time. Certain families, certain life groups have also struggled in certain places because of spiritual entities that are dictating Kapatorosa. My father, I pray for victory. I pray for victory. Katarabasata, Pando Patara Kapasata, Rapapapata Kopa. 
in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we decree oh God prevailing personal altars prevailing personal altars wake up the warriors wake up akasotai wake up at your docket wake up makapataya makasa put on the spirit of praise ya parota put on the mantle of battle and fight your local enemies fight those local spirits that are against your altar speaking into that dimension into that realm in the name of Jesus pakapato pakata zepakata bakoto bata rapapapapa rapapapapa zepata pakopaya erebetelebetelebete ezokopatali makapata ezapapapapapa zaparotata rosatarabakapa Jesus, 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 cause us, give us victory in our localities. Give our altars victory in our localities, in our homes, in our neighborhoods. Give our personal altars a prevailing in the spirit. Oh, my Father, make us authorities, make us principalities in the spirit make us the principalities in our neighborhoods oh god i command sleep to get off every altar slumber laziness weakness fatigue and all kinds of things that the enemy imposes upon the believers everything that you're imposing i am a kata every weight every prayerless weight father i pray let your angels visit every altar every personal altar let your angels visit every altar and cause a prevailing for we are more than conquerors we are more than conquerors we are more than conquerors i pray that at your personal altar you will journey with god deep in the spirit deep in the that your altar will be full of sacrifice and fire some of you may need to change the mode of how you are doing your personal time with God at home some of you it has been fear fear has been influencing your life fear has been holding you back from fully engaging in the spirit at the altar kabra My personal altar will prevail. My personal altar will speak. My personal altar. Oh, Makataya, Kataya, Kataya. Father, I thank you. 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 
because you are my strength. I thank you because you anoint my head with fresh oil. I thank you because my horn is rising. The horn of my strength is rising. I thank you, O oh God, because your eyes are upon me. Your face shines upon me. I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, O oh God. Whatever you have done on this altar is already at my altar. Kapatalabaka. Father anyone who has been captured by the spirit of Jezebel anyone whose prayer life has been captured by the spirit of Jezebel and they have muzzled your mouth that you can't open your mouth to pray I bless that spirit I break it in Jesus name Jezebel calls out whoever you have held captive in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus oh makapatakata I bind the spirit of Jezebel. I bind the spirit of Jezebel. I bind every silencing spirit. I bind every watering spirit. Those devils that water down the fire. Lepanda katari bakotora sata. Stir up the personal altar. Stir up the personal altar, Jesus. Stir up the personal altar of every minister in this house. Of every leader in this house, stir up the personal altar. Let there be revival at the personal altar. Let there be revival at the personal altar, at the family altar. Let there be revival. Katarabaka, restore the fire there. Restore the visitation there. Let be let that be that platform, the springboard the springboard of what you want to do even here like Samuel built an altar in a nation and his altar prevailed I pray father that the ministers here their altars will prevail in the nation their altars will prevail in the communities they are in their altars will prevail in the families they are in as they grow to know you more, as they walk deeper with you, Father, Father, some of our ministers are very busy people, but we pray for wisdom and tact upon them that they will still prevail, no matter the demand upon their lives, no matter how busy, oh God, we pray for them. They will prevail. They will prevail. They will prevail. They will not be sucked. They will not be drained. I break every draining of the enemy. I pray, Father, for every one of my brothers and sisters in this altar, on this platform, oh God. My Father, who have such a high demand upon their lives, my Father, that you will empower them and strengthen them against all odds. They will prevail in the spirit with you. They will prevail. They will prevail. They will prevail. No draining of their energy. No draining of their life. They will prevail like Daniel prevailed. They will prevail like Samuel prevailed. They will prevail like Jacob prevailed. Apapapatayapa. Zatalabapaya. 
Rapapapapata Lopare Kapata Rapapapa Ratapa Rapapaya Rapata In the Makatorosa Somebody pray If you're online pray Pray, pray, pray Your altar Speak to your altar Ratapapa Rata Come against the forces that have become Yapatala Baka Zatelebapala La Repapaya Ratapaya Rapapapa Rakata Rakatapapa Zepataka We bind and pull down every resistance at the personal level. We break out Akapata Zeparibaba. Zeparibaba, 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 Zepapapala, Papapala, 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 You are the God of this altar. Become the God of our altars. Be the God of our altars. Be the God of our altars. Be the God of our altars. Arabakata, manifest your kingdom, your government upon our altars, O oh God. Visit us upon the personal altars. Let there be a stirring of those altars. Let there be a moving, a movement, a movement, a movement, a movement, a movement into new realms, a movement in Amakopaya. Let there be victory, victory, victory in our homes, in our houses, in our bedrooms. Victory, victory, victory. When we go home, we don't rush to the bed. We don't rush Makapata to the dining table. No. Rapapa, Father Makopata, Makapa, we erect altars, altars where there's sacrifice, altars where there's fire, altars where there's prayer, altars where there's encounters, Omaka, where the word of God is. Rapa 
release yourself release yourself some of you you have been muzzled before some of you the enemy has tried to contain you in your home he's containing you in your house he's containing you he doesn't mind whether you come to church and be stirred up how he knows that at home he's going to contain you he's going to muzzle you he's going to defeat you every spirit containing us containing the people of God every be broken every containment be broken pa, pa, pa. every spirit and assignment to hinder the people of God from rising at their personal altar from finding the fresh oil at their personal altar from finding the Lord at their personal altar father we break the powers of darkness we break the powers of darkness we break the powers of darkness we break the powers of darkness. We break the powers of darkness. We break the powers of the air. We break them and we command them to loose the captives. Loose our homes. Get out of our homes. Get out of our prayer time. Get out. Fire. 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 Yes, 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 yes prevail the grace to prevail is upon you the grace to prevail at home the grace to prevail at work the grace to prevail wherever you are even when you're in your car driving even when you're in the taxi even when you're walking the grace to prevail you are going to be an altar an altar that prevails an altar that speaks into the land you are an altar wherever you go the government of God will go with you. Maparatata, wherever you step, bakata, mandelebokopara, ratatata. I have given you, says the Lord. Repanabakata, rapapapapa, ratatatanabakaba. Sota, silence every altar that has been speaking against you. Silence every altar in the communities. La parakata, the altars of the family. The altars of your relatives, the altars of your ancestors, the altars that have been trying to, to silence you, trying to hold you down, trying to contain you. We come against every altar. Altars of sorcery, altars of witchcraft, altars of sin and iniquity. Ra. We break it down. We break it down. I break down every altar, wherever it is, geographical altars. I break them down. Spiritual altars. I break them down. The parosata altars that have been assigned against my spiritual destiny, against my spiritual journey. Ra, ra, 
Rafaya, Rapapapaya, Zetarabata, Zetarabata, Zeparatatarebapata. In the name of Jesus, community altars are silenced in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Christ, I prevail and I dedicate my altar. Rata, I dedicate my family's altar. Rata, Rapapapapapa. Isharaba, Sonabadeba, Zelebaraba Tandabaka. Yes, may God make you a prince, a prince, a principality, a principality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May God make you an authority where you live, a spiritual authority, a spiritual authority, a king in the spirit. As you prevail on the altar, Jacob prevailed, and the angel of the Lord said, You are now a prince with God. You are a prince with God. You are a prince with God. You are a prince with God. I decree and declare, You are a prince with God. Rapapata. You are a prince. You prevail. You prevail. You prevail. You prevail against any resistance. You prevail. You prevail in the name of Jesus. Kadaba kadiba kabra, ederebe kebra koda sita bra bakaba, retete bakabra. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. I hear the Lord say that the spirit of valor, the spirit of valor, will come upon you. The spirit of valor will come upon you like he came upon Joshua. The spirit of valor like he came upon Caleb to go for the mountain, to go for the iron chariots, to go for the Canaanites who have the iron chariots in your community, in your family. You arise with the strength, with the spirit of valor to deal with iron chariots. Those iron chariots are judged. Those iron chariots are already judged by the Spirit of the Living God. Lord, release the valor of your spirit. Release the valor. Release the valor. Release the valor of your spirit. Release valor in our praying. Release valor. Release valor. Release valor. Release valor. Valor. The Spirit of valor. Valor in our intercessions. Valor in our communion with God. Valor! May you be dressed with the spirit of valor in the name of Jesus. The valor to prevail. The say, Thank you, Jesus. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The commander of the armies of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Take us to the mountain, to our mountain, where the giants are, and cause them to be slain. Cause them to be slain. Cause the giants in the land to be slain by your spirit. Karibada barabasi karibaka, rapakata rabazika, 
Rapapapata, Rakapatorobose, Rapatapa, Raka, Quaka, Kakaka, Zakakaka, Ah, Cabra, Ah, Zakabra, Repetelebacababa. Thank you, Jesus. You need to go back to your home altar and begin to do something you have never done before to register the victory that God is giving you there. Go to that altar and do something you have not done before or you have taken long without doing. Put sacrifice on that altar. Worship and pray. And prevail in the spirit in prayer. Do it to a degree that you have never done it before. Register what God is saying right there. Transfer it there. Take a hold of God there and do it in a rhythm. Do it in a rhythm. Every day, as the Lord has spoken, as we strengthen those personal orders, we will sustain what God wants to do corporately. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the victory. Lord, thank you for the blood and the fire. Thank you for the warring spirits of, them, of, of angels that are backing us up. Thank you for the spirit of valor you are releasing in our praying. You are releasing in our intercessions. The spirit of valor is being restored upon our lives. We do not pray in weakness. We do not pray less. We do not war in the spirit without gusto in our spirits. But now valor has come. Oh, we are dressed for battle. Thank you, Jesus. We are dressed to, to, to scale the heights. To go up on the mountains. For the glory of your name. As we seek your face. Seal us in the precious blood. Cover every one of us. Those online, cover them. Preserve us. And continue to lift us. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Tomorrow, tomorrow I feel I need to say this. Tomorrow um, is going to be more of personal time. Now, when I say personal time, I don't, I don't mean that you can do whatever you want. You can cook food. You can do what? No. So, neda. You can come here. There will be no leader. I'll be here. But I'll not lead. Just come and pray. If you want, you can stay home. As long as you know that you're going to achieve the same thing. You can stay home and pray. Amen. Whatever happens, have a personal time to prevail on your altar. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want to come and spend the day here, it's okay. The afternoon here, it's okay. 
So when you come and you don't see anyone leading, we will not, we will not even set up this. It will just be time to just, anyone who comes will just pray on their own. If you know that you can pray at home, it's okay. As long as you pray. I'm not giving you time for other things. Time for prayer. Hallelujah. Then Friday we shall be here for the overnight. From 10 o'clock. Shalom.